Good morning again. Many parents hope their children will walk in their footsteps. When it comes to family and religious values, those parents try to instill in their children, we see it as a a good and worthy desire. Yet sometimes parents can push to fulfill their own personal expectations, often with respect maybe to a career. A youngster might be encouraged to follow in the family business and so forth, be very loyal to their parents, but sometimes individual heart just is into it. Something is missing, that commitment, the love, the desire to excel out a personal devotion. Jesus expects his disciples, he expects us also to walk in his footsteps. In Acts reading, a kind of summary of our 40 days since Easter, referring to different incidents of his presence and making himself known by blessing of food or fixing fish at the seashore, cooking or meeting in the upper room. But he also says there will be much more for you. You will see the gift of the Spirit, and next Sunday we celebrate the gift of Pentecost, the Feast of Pentecost. And yet, as they're standing there, he ascends. He takes his place back with the Father. So usually ascension is always 40 days after Easter. That would have been last Thursday. But the bishops of the United States have changed that feast from that Thursday to the weekend, to the liturgy of the following weekend. And I think it's important because this feast concludes a journey. You know, think about how many feast days we have throughout the year. And, you know, being a pastor, past pastor of a parish, I know, you know, we don't have, like you have three or four masses here on a weekend, you don't have that for Holy Day, you know. So, but this is so important because it's that conclusion of Jesus' journey. He is not here, you know. When he died, they placed him in a tomb, rolled a stone over Boys, it's your game. And then he was raised. He was removed from that tomb and showed himself in many different situations. And yet today, that feast is completed and sends to the Father. The difference between Jesus and parents' encouragement and a profession is that Jesus always calls us or he invites us to participate, as we say in the, in the gospel, go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every nation. You know, often as I begin liturgy, I say to you, welcome. He invites us once again to share in word and sacrament, to share in this celebration. And to do so, we call our mind our sins. Again, preparing us to go and celebrate as we gather here today, you know? 
And as Paul says in Ephesians, you are to live in the manner worthy of the call you have received. Jesus invites us through our belief. Nothing less than our own expression of our commitment, the love and personal devotion to Jesus. As Jesus hung upon the cross and before he died, he said, now it is finished. Jesus' mission to bring us the freedom of sin and to restore us in our relationship with the Father is completed. He is finished. He said it. His life was a witness of it. His presence brought us peace and serenity. Now that mission is completed, he returns to the Father takes his place at the Father's right hand. He ascends. And so the ascension marks that completion again, that historical ministry of Jesus then upon this earth and beginning of our mission, our journey, our commitment to go forth and proclaim the gospel. Why do you sit here? Because your grand, our grandparents, our parents, you know, raised us to come and to share and to celebrate, you know, that we are called forth, that we are to carry on that message of forgiveness and newness of life with the Father. We undertake our mission, as Acts says, that you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you And you will be my witness in Jerusalem, even to the ends of the earth. 2,000 plus years later, here we are, witnessing that hope. I understand you celebrate this week the Sacrament of Confirmation to those young men and women in this parish. They fulfill their, their initiation into the church. Baptism cleanses and frees us and calls us to a new intimacy and oneness and journey of life with the Lord. Eucharist feeds us in that. It's our nourishment, our spiritual strengthening in this journey. And finally, confirmation confirms. As a young person, to the best of their ability, confirm that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior and that their life is to be a witness, a life that is to be example of how he lived and how he shared good hope. We are to have faith. We are to trust in that promise he has given us, a promise that he goes And we too someday will come to share in that same new hope. But what happens between now and then? Jesus told his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations and baptize them. And the Father, and the Son, and the Spirit. We have been given a call to share in the life and mission of Jesus. Each of us in our own ministry or vocation is called to share that gift of faith and hope in the risen Lord. That gift of parenthood, 
share that gift of faith. The gift of ministries throughout our church, and especially in liturgy today, the different ministries, lectors and ushers and Eucharistic ministers, servers, choir, you name it. All those things are important that we gather to celebrate. And we need those individuals to take care of all those type of ministries. Each of us in our own ministry, you know, our own ministry, we can choose and celebrate. Maybe someday one of you young men will be standing at this pulpit or maybe a young woman <laughs> someday. I don't think it's be on be in my time before I die, but I do think someday we will probably have that. But again, that call, that sharing of our faith and the hope in Jesus, we are called to carry on that name of Christ to be that Christian. Saying yes isn't enough. He calls us to be active, not passive Christians. Looking up in the sky as we heard today, What are you looking at? He has been raised, but he said he will also come back and take you where he has gone. That is the hope. You know, we witness that by what we live and say. Jesus' mission is completed. He is gone. He is with the Father. But his promise is alive in us. And it is now your mission and mine. Each of us is to go out into this world and to proclaim that promise. That Jesus' mission is to bring that freedom of sin and restore us in the gift of a relationship with God who made us. Our mission celebrates our Christian faith. And may his promise to be fulfilled in our life in the risen Lord.